The Disobedient Chicks by F. F. Read for LibriVox.org by Nan Dodge. In a farmyard there lived an old hen and her chicks. I counted the number, I know there were six, such dear cunning things, and so downy and small. Their hen coop was sheltered close up by the wall, and such a nice big one to take a good run if it rained or they couldn't go out in the sun. And meal and fresh water were there every day. They had nothing to do but to eat, sleep, and play. Now, with so many blessings, these chicks ought to grow into six-feathered saints. How I wish it were so. The four were as good as a hen could desire. They came when she called, never got in the mire, but always looked neat if a neighbor should stop to talk at the bars of the weather or crop. And when night came, they nestled close under her wings and kept still as could be, the meek little things. But the thought of the other two grieved the poor hen, and she wished they were back in their eggshells again. Their ways were so naughty. They stood on their head. They soiled their down coats, made believe to be dead. They teased their young brothers, upset the nice meal, and rumpled the hen from her head to her heel. Then the neighbors would come to complain of their pranks and give as their recipe sundry good spanks. Poor thing, she tried kindness, it didn't succeed. And punishment? That was a failure indeed. One day the two naughty ones strolling about, though their mother had told them they must not go out, saw coming a turkey so dirty and fat, one chick nudged the other and said, Look at that! Oh, you needn't be proud, said the turkey, for me I've been traveling all night to find what I could see. And the world is so large I am quite out of breath. Poor weak little things, you'd be tired to death. And is it so wonderful out of the yard, said one little chick, I declare it's too hard that we should be penned in this mean narrow place. Here he bit his toenail and then made a grimace. To travel, my mother says, makes one refined. It expands all the powers, it enlarges the mind, and gives such an appetite, makes one so strong. Now here it's so stupid, the days are so long, and the pleasures you have are contemptibly few, while abroad there are many, exciting and new. So saying, he hurried away to be fed, having dropped a new scheme in each little chick's head. One glanced at the other and whispered, Let's go! The other looked frightened, but didn't say no. That very same night, when the rest were all in, the two naughty chicks, never carrying a pin, for all their poor mother would suffer that night, from nervous sick headache produced by her fright, crept under the gate and ran clear down the lane. The old watchdog looked, blinking, and growled, They're insane. They went till they came to a very large tree. Oh, the moon has gone out, it's as dark as can be, said the timid one, trying to look through the shade. I wish in the hen-coop with mother I'd stayed. Now such a weak coward I never did see. You can't have the moon when you're under a tree, said the other one. There we are, out in the light. Which way shall we wander this beautiful night? If I might advise you, my charming young dears, said a low, friendly voice, very close to their ears. I would say go with me, for I'm used to be out, and I know every point to be seen on the route. If your mother were with you, I'd not interfere, but you need some adviser. No other seems near. 
oh thank you most kindly said each little chick and the younger one added i'll get a small stick to aid me in walking i'm not very strong oh fudge said the other come hurry along no give a good spring and jump up on my head take travelling quite easy the pleasant friend said so he carried the chick with a bland smiling face going slowly to suit with the other one's pace and what is your name said the one by his side mr fox said the other pray how do you ride so high on my head it's delightful up here you had better ride double come jump my young dear so he trotted along with both chicks on his head and they whispered together how kind and well-bred he went till he stopped at the end of a wall that stood in the moonlight and shadowed them all my house said the owner i hope you'll stop in and take a good bite ere your travels begin i must first see my little ones safe off to bed the chicks were well pleased and they nodded their head so he entered the hole put a stone at the door and the little chicks touched terra firma once more there up in a corner their eyes very wide two jolly young foxes rolled one on each side they didn't get up when their father came in but they showed their front teeth in an amiable grin my dears i have brought you two plump little chicks by way of an answer they gave two slight kicks there is just one apiece and i trust they are prime now eat at your leisure there's plenty of time a terrible light on the chickens now broke oh pray don't be frightened it's only a joke to think you should come to the house of a fox if your mother should hear it you'll get a good box you'll have so much to tell to the other small chicks here the foxes impatient gave two more slight kicks yes darlings eat slowly your nice little lunch like good pretty foxes one horrible crunch and both little chickens were lost to the sight in the very same second that terrible night end of poem this recording is in the public domain